And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 142 today. Your host, TJ Savaro, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, for the Week 7 recap, Week 8 preview of the Bear Down basketball season. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight? Um, doing well, doing well. Season's getting uh, winding down. Teams are trying to make get ready for the playoff push. Top eight seeds make the playoffs. I guess we'll start the podcast off with reading the current standings heading into Week 8. Heading into week eight, the current standings are as follows. The first seed, 7-0, Black Air Forces. Second seed, Bad Boys, 6-0. Um, Shooters, uh, third seed, 5-1. DFA, fourth seed, 4-3. Four TTG, Blue Devils, fifth seed, 4-3. Blue Steel, 4-3, sixth seed. Heart Over Height, 3-3, three three, seventh seed. Showtime, 3-3, three three, eighth seed. Uh, UDH three and four nine seed the locals tenth at one and six and the Penn and waiver wire warriors eleventh and twelfth at zero and seven respectively. Um, the Penn and the waiver wire warriors are eliminated from playoff contention. The locals would need to win their last two games and probably get some help. Would need teams to we need the eight seed to have three wins as well and get some help uh, point differential or head to head wise. Um, a lot of standings are a lot of things are going to change in the standings over the next uh, two weeks. A lot of teams at four and three, three and three, so you're going to see a lot of jumbling. One of those three win teams currently is going to miss the playoffs. Um, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting last two weeks. These games are really going to matter. Uh, and four teams had didn't play Thanksgiving week, so they're going to make those games at the end of the season. Yeah. So that's also going to be very important to look for as we get to week nine. Yep. Um. Well said. Let's get into the recap of Week 7. Tuesday games, 9 o'clock. We'll start with the very good one. Bad Boys against DFA. Um, This was a a really good game, honestly. I'm going to say this before. I know Bad Boys won the game. Very good win by them. You said on the last podcast you wanted to see them in a closer game. They played really well down the stretch. They executed well. Christian was cooking. KP was getting right in crunch time, too. They played really well down the stretch. Um, I liked what I saw from DFA in this game, definitely. They played a lot better. You could argue that this was one of their better performances of the season, even though they lost. Um, I thought maybe, you know, they've been playing. We've been like, eh, you don't know how DFA's been playing, but bad boys we've been very high on. This was a very evenly matched game. Deshaun had the ball with a chance to take the lead with under 10 seconds left. Like, it came down to the last shot. Uh, I really liked the way these teams played, but for the, the difference at the end of the game was Christian was getting layups at will. He was scoring, cleaning up on Whatever the offense. Uh, uh, every time on the offensive glass, he played really well. Um, and, you know, DFA just came up short. Their last possession was kind of weird. You know, they did, 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 didn't see, see urgency. Like, there was too, it was too nonchalant. Yeah. Um, listen, DFA was up 71 to 70 with a little under, a little over a minute to go. Bad boys backs against the wall, get a couple buckets, ice the game. That's what great teams do. Um, I did like what I saw at a DFA. I thought Harry played a really good game. I thought he should. Um, I thought he should have been in the game more. Yeah, um, I think as the season gets to the end, rotations gotta crunch down a little bit. Best guys gotta be. And on the floor. and who else? I think was it Lee came in the game late. Like he didn't play till very late in yes, the game. I know. And he, he came in and started quick, hooping. Get a quick five. He started hooping. Like um, why didn't he? I play? thought Mike did it. Mike Davidson did a pretty good job. Just being a long, lanky defender on Christian. No, no, he Christian, definitely competed. I know Christian. That was a very competitive wanted, game. But um, he definitely competed for sure. Mike definitely made everything hard on him for sure. But he tried doing his best as well. But Christian's just a force yeah. inside of five feet. Um, 
Christian Christian and KP. That's that's the big two that is getting it done for them. Uh, Thomas Edley hit a few big threes early in this game. Um, I, I, bad boys are they're a elite team. They got they have everything you need. They got ball handlers. They got point guards. They got big men that can uh, score and rebound. And I just think that uh, DFA could have won this game, but in this one, the bad boys finished up strong and. You win the final two minutes of the game, you're probably going to win the game. Yeah, that was a very, very good game. Yeah. Very, very good, good run from both teams. Uh, let's go to the next 9 o'clock game. We have Heart over Height versus the Pan. Great also, game. another game Great that came game. down to the last, the final inbound with a chance to take the lead, win the game. To win the game, yeah. Final was 63-62. Heart over Height gets the win. Um, you watch this one more than I yeah, do. Yeah, story of the season for the Pan. Just close loss after close loss after close loss. Um they didn't blow this one though. Like they just, they, they, there was a foul called um, on a jump shot with like two seconds left in the game, and they knocked down both free throws to take the lead. It was, it's, it's just a tough pill to swallow. They played a really good game, though they shot the ball pretty well. They did a good job, um, as I thought they have all season, just getting quality shots most possessions. Um, Hard over height um, needs to kind of figure it out offensively. I feel like they haven't been able to. Um, in this game, I thought that Nick Zalek would have been able to at least get it kind of going back the scoring-wise, and he still wasn't able to. And they had to rely more on Shafiq, who I did like, who was way more aggressive in this game. Um, Gomes was a monster, shot all layups, finished like 9 of 11 from the field in this game. Um, I just want to see them get – they need to score a little bit more. I feel like against the better teams, scoring the 60s, the low 70s isn't going to be enough. Um, the pan is a tough out. Yeah. They're a tough out. They're 0-7, but they're a tough out. So I'm considering this a good win for Hard Over Height. Even though the Pan misses the playoffs, um, I still think they're a very competitive team this league, especially after the game they played against us. For Hard Over Height, though, moving forward, Kurtzman, you said you don't think they're going to be able to score in the 60s and win. We lost scoring in the four, in the 40s, so yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Um, where do you think the scoring needs to come from? Um... Or how do you think they well, manufacture think, the score? I think, well, I think the last couple of games, Nick Zalgers hasn't been able to, like, finish the layups. Like, he's getting there every time. Just good defense by a lot of teams. Throwing a lot of bodies at him, making things difficult. Um, I expect his layups to start going in. Kind of just, for, he's had unfortuitous roles. Um, <laughs> good word. Yeah. Um, Jason needs to continue to just keep being his aggressive self, but he's always one to get to make the correct pass. Shafiq, same thing. I want to see Shafiq continue to – he needs to be shooting in the 15-shot range per game. Uh, and then Connors has to knock down his threes in that kid CJ. He hasn't been able to get going yet, really. Um, Jason told me before the season he thought they'd be their best – he'd be their best scorer. So I'm looking for him to kind of turn it around. They kind of need that big-time third scorer to kind of propel them in the playoffs against teams that can score in the 80s. But I do like them as they play together. They move the ball really well, and they look for the best shot each time. This is their third win on the season? This is their third win on the season. Three and three. Six games in there. Have on a nice little win streak now, two-game yeah. win streak. Nice little two-game win streak. They have a big game this week. <clears throat> but um, I, I still like I like, I like their team because I like Jason Gomes' game, and I like Shafiq and the way they play together. I just, I'm worried that um, if they run into a, a, a bad matchup in the first round, it could be it could be interesting. All right, let's move on to the 10 o'clock slate here. Let's talk about our game. Black Air Forces versus the Shooters. Two undefeated squads. Two undefeated teams going at it. First, I want to say this. Black Air Forces 100% deserve to win the game. Came out, more energy, locking in defensively, 
tough buckets, tough finishes. Um, talking, talking, communicating, good you, rotation. You're gonna sucks. get that from them every time. Yeah, no, they were they were tough. Crowd was into it. Tough. Their crowd was into it. Tough. Definitely deserving of the win. We didn't shoot well. You could attest that their defense. We shot very poorly. Didn't get going. No transition buckets. Um, they made everything difficult. Made everything di- made everything um, difficult for I us for sure. T- I said our team chat after the game. I think our only transition bucket was at the very end when Cam yeah. kind of stole it from two people and just had a wide open lap. It was the only time that I felt we got an easy bucket in the game. Um, it was a very hard fought game from both sides. Both teams were getting very uh, gritty on defense. Um, and teams were being smart. They were attacking the guys that they thought they should be attacking when on the court they attacked me. They yeah. attacked you. Yeah. They, we, we tried to attack the guys on their team that we felt gave us the best opportunity to score. But at the end of the day, our offense just never came alive. Um, I think we played a little too much iso ball in this game. They moved the ball better, but I think they also kind of just hit a couple more Yeah, no, it was an ugly did. game. It was it an was ugly game. Ugly. But those are two probably the better defense teams in the league. Yeah. So, um I think if we played them again, I think it would be a similar style, style game for sure. Game for sure, we're, we're, both of our teams are okay with playing that. Let's play in the '60s, '50s game. Uh, this game ended 54 to 49. We didn't even score 50 points. Um, very bad look from our team. Oh no! Yeah, we no, we're not but, happy. No, our team is yeah. not happy after the game. Um, Black Air Forces, they were they were definitely hooping. Like everyone on their squad. Um, Brazil, big dude, Kyle. Monster. Oh, with the arm sleeve. Yeah, yeah, Tough. yeah. He was dominating the game. He controlled the pace mm, of their for offense. Sure. Um, got timely buckets when he got needed into to. lane. Tough finishes. Yeah, Kyle Bradshaw, you know. Kyle yeah. Bradshaw hitting shots from deep, yeah. like deflating shots too. Every time they were up ten on two separate occasions, and we tied the game twice. Um, or cut it to like two. cut it to two or four. Make cut it close. So we, cut we, close. And we we made it a game, and they every time we came close, they turned it back on. So. Definitely shout out to them. Very good game for them. I have a lot of respect for that team. That's a very, very good team. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll turn around. I think we just have to shoot the ball better, um, come out with some more energy. We definitely got out energy in this game. I talked about it. When we played DFA, I thought we came out with crazy energies. That's why that's we won. Why won yeah. And we they came out with crazy energy against us, and I think that's a big reason as to why they played so well and, you know, really – did whatever they wanted against us. So yeah, big um, shout out to big shout out to Black Air Force. Very they good are a very complete team, and they're just one of those teams that <clears> doesn't rely on one guy to score for them. They have their consistent guys, but um, we didn't even talk about Barksdale, who played a great game. Sean, the their big man. Um, he oh, great, phenomenal yeah, yeah, game. He played a great game as well, defensively and offensively. Everywhere. Um, they they can get it from they can get their scoring and their their um their what's my what's my for the contributions from a, so many different places. Big roster. Um, a lot of guys just want to win, and Drock has that team bought into a winning style, and they're 7-0 and heading into the last two weeks of the season. Two tough games for them, but they're 7-0 for tough. a reason. Very good. Very, very good win. Tough. Very good. Very good win. Yep. Next game, Blue Steel versus Waiver Wire Warriors. Um, watched the film on this game, did some stats. Uh, this is just a game where um, Blue Steel definitely had the talent mismatch. Uh, Jamal... Um, was the only was the only one there of the waiver wire warriors big three, of him Ralph and Mark. Um, they played with five. They, they had they had Blue Steel kind of ran them up and down. They were double teaming and triple teaming Jamal, making everyone else beat them. Um, offensively, you you actually let me let me stop there. The problem with this game was there was no intensity. Okay. So Blue Steel didn't feel like they needed to like really like yeah. get up and get on them. The game was kind of lingering close in the first half. Jamal was keeping them in. If Facundo played his best game, I thought of the season, um, he was really active on the defensive side of the ball. 
Um, Blue Steel wasn't able to ever get, like, the game, like, out of reach early enough, I felt like, and, um, kind of let Wayward Warriors hang around, and then towards, like, the last, like, middle of the second half, Blue Steel started double-teaming to Jamal, making him really work for anything that he got, Majid, Dennis, and Dubs kind of all got theirs, um, Josh, I thought, played a really good game for Blue Steel as well, but at the end of the day... Wayward Warriors kind of just never was there consistently enough to put it together as a team to start piling on some wins at the end of the season. And Blue Steel is a team that knew knew they needed to get this win. And even though they kind of walked through it, or what's it, uh, slept walk through it, they pick up a 67-48 win. Um, and they kind of just have to build on that going forward. Um, I thought they moved the ball better. Their assist numbers were a lot better this week. Um they're getting more comfortable playing together. Hopefully, they can kind of build that into a little uh, run at the end of the season. Run. Yeah, no, because they have the talent on their team. I like their team going forward. Just it's always been the question of how well they're going to move the ball. Are they just going to play a his turn, my turn kind of game? So, um, good win from Blue Steel, but kind of just slept walk through it. All right, let's go Thursday slate. Two good game. Uh, one good game. One, one good game. One Showtime ball. versus TTG. Yeah. This was a uh, this was a good game. TTG coming in, I feel like they were the hungrier dog in this game. They come out, they came out a little more intensity. Um, but Pop City was just keeping Showtime in the game, playing crazy, playing crazy, hitting step backs, making life difficult. Floaters um, in the lane, yeah, super tough. Just elevation on his jump shot. We've talked about it before. Body control. Yeah. No, um, he was definitely doing a really good job keeping Showtime in the game early. But TTG was getting a lot of scoring from a lot of different places. Um, Bobby was scoring a little bit. G was scoring a little bit. Uh, Jared finishing in the uh, in the paint with only one big in there with Tony. Um, this is a game that without Taz, TTG had a little more talent on the court, top to bottom. Um, I thought that Showtime had their opportunities. Pop City had his moments where he could have hit some a couple more shots in my set, taking away from his big performance. Um, but late in the game, they kind of just weren't able to get those shots. Need more ball movement. Yeah, they, they were playing a lot of a lot of one on one. I thought Zahir played a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, hit a couple really big timely threes for them. Um, was rebounding the basketball. Prince again rebounding menace on the glass. <laughs> he was a beast in this game. Yeah, he was. Um, kind of honestly, if you were watching like on TV, like he would have popped off the screen. Yeah. Honestly. Um. But TTG honestly is in a twin. Um, Jahai played the best defense of anyone on that team of Pop, on Pop City. He made it as difficult as he could. Um, but they really was- picked up their defensive intensity in the second half. They were down in the first half, yes. and they were like, "Yo, we gotta get our shit together." There was a lot of yelling. They responded well to it in the second half. I, know, I thought they, I I thought thought they, they were gonna, gonna crumble. I thought, I thought gonna it was gonna off. crumble, but they came together, brought them together. Maybe that's just G. a relationship of people on that G. team. G, they brought them together, and they played a really good second half. They were very physical. They Pop City, I think, had 25 in the first half. Yeah, slowed them down. Slowed them down crazy in the second half. And they did a really good job playing team defense. They got some buckets. You know, they, they were getting down low. They were throwing the ball down low. No Gorky. Getting buckets. Tony out the game. Like, they were they were, they were were playing a really good game, TTG. And that's actually a very good win for them. That was their best win of the season, I'd say. Yeah, no, TTG played a really good game. Um, they deserve this win. They hit their free throws late to kind of ice the game out. And um, this is a game that was going to come down to the last couple of minutes, and CTG executed a lot better offensively, um, got really good looks on offense, and were able to kind of put their foot on the put on the gas at the end of the game and ride out a win, um, gets them to 4-3 and three in the season, drop showtime to 3-3 three and three on the season. Um, 
it's, it's a huge win. You got to beat the teams that are in the middle. Of the, if you're riding in the middle of the pack in the standings, you got to beat the teams that are also riding in the middle. And this game, this win could um, help TTG get a better seed Good going blast. into the playoffs. Um, I still like Showtime. They kind of try to figure it out. Hopefully get Gorky back healthy. Um, and, yeah, Pop City's going to have to really uh, – they're going to go as far as Pop City can take them. And uh, that could be far. Yeah. Good game. Very good game. Yeah, very intense. The locals versus UDH. UDH came out on fire, stayed on fire, and kind of ran them out. Um, hit a lot of threes. Guy what? in transition. A lot of open looks. Like a 20 0 run at some point. Yeah. Game, though. The game was 30 to 20, and then I know where it was 50 to 20. Yeah. Um, that's but we we talked about that on on the preview. We said if you don't play your good defense against them, if you let them get yeah, they're gonna run out and shoot. Could, yeah, and they have they hadn't gotten hot yet to like in any game like that that they like, that that point, at that like rate of hitting threes. So it was bound to happen eventually, and locals got the brunt of it. Um, they weren't able to hang with them offensively. Twenty zero run happened fast, and when a game you're down by thirty in the first half, it's it's not a good feeling. It's deflating. It, it it makes you want to play a lesser brand of basketball. I understand that. Um, they did cut it to like 18, 17 at a point. They did. They tried to fight back, but UDH kind of just hit into another gear, started hitting some shots again, and rode out a 91 to 66 victory. Uh, long season for the locals. Uh, just a couple heartbreak, a couple close losses. Um, Couple games where they just they didn't get they got off to a, a slow start offensively and the other team came out and hit a lot of shots got them into a big hole early. Um, UDH though three and four on the season, couple big wins last couple weeks. Um, you got to probably go one and got to go at least one and one in these last two games to put yourself in a decent position to make the playoffs. Two and zero I would assume would get you in the playoffs. Um, they kind of got it going. They're playing a lot better together, moving the ball better, getting better shots. Um, they need to ride this momentum into the last two weeks of the season. Nice. Well said. All right. Let's go to the Week 8 preview. I'll start with the 9 o'clock slate. Heart over height versus DFA. Tuesday. Today. That is a great game. Um, I'm looking at it. I don't know who I want to pick. I think I know who I want to pick. I think I know who you're going to pick. I think I know who I'm going to pick. Um, um, I think, listen, keys to the game are, um, I think one is... Another our, tough game for Nick Zalek if Harry's out there. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, was, but I think what I was going to say is, are they going to be able to stop Harry? Because yeah. that's going to be Nick Zalek's job, containing Harry, not letting him finish with his left hand, which he's been able to do on basically everyone. Both lefties, him and Nick Zalek? Yes, both lefties. Um, both will probably be thinking the same thing on the court at all times, get to their left hand. Um, this is another big game guard-wise, guard play, which guard which guard tandem is going to win between Gomes and Shafiq against uh, Deshaun and Buddy. Deshaun, and Jaleel. Jaleel. Yeah, that. Two Jaleel was three. hooping last yeah, game. Yeah, Jaleel was hooping last game. Um I want to see a little more aggressive play out of Jaleel offensively, kind of be more a little bit more of a creator. Um, this is a game where one team usually gets really, really good shots, and another team sometimes settles for long threes, um, tough contested jumpers. Just um, a game where I think that the athleticism that was of the DFA biggest, that's the biggest factor of the game. Could, could smother 
hard over height offensive well, like when 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 they're on defense and hard hard over height is on offense I think the athleticism and DFA could smother them a little bit if Shafiq and Gomes um are able to calm the pace of the game not allow their team to get out of control don't turn Very the well ball said. over very well said. Um, that's, those are probably the keys to hard over height if they're going to pull out a win in this game. And if you're DFA, I don't want to say come out and press, but put be pressure up in their on shit. them. Be up in their shit. Make the refs call I foul. Agree. Um, and I'd try to force them into turnovers, get easy transition buckets. If that, and that's why I would do. That's those, those are the keys to the game for both teams. I think. I, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I'm taking DFA. I'm taking DFA. Too. I like you talked me into DFA. I didn't, I was leaning them, but then you just made the very you gave a good game plan. What's crazy is I was leaning hard over height when we started. I know, but then you talked yourself into DFA. I, yeah, I know. I just think that athleticism, especially in a men's league setting, is very important. The most important um, thing in a men's league. Nick Zalas have to do a good job staying out of foul trouble one, mm. and also protecting the rim without fouling. Um, and they should, they gotta hit shots. Like uh, Harbor Height is gonna have, have to, to hit, hit shots. shots Connor Walsh is gonna have to hit threes. Um, CJ is gonna have to hit threes. Shafiq is gonna have to be aggressive offensively. Um, but I think Shafiq and Gomes are up to the challenge. They, I, they've seen very good defenders try to guard them before. Um, but I assume Buddy Deshaun Jaleel are up to the challenge and they pull out a close win. Harbor Height plays in a lot of close games, so I don't expect anything different in this one. Oof. Oof, that is uh, that a good, that a, that's, a, that's a good that's game. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that one tomorrow night. That's a good game. Waiver Wire Warrior versus UDH. UDH. Yeah, this is the, this is UDH versus the Locals part two. <laughs> it's the same exact game. I hope the Waiver Wire Warriors come in full strength. Uh, Jamal, Jamal could win this game by himself, Jamal, by the way. Jamal, Mark, uh, and Ralph. That, if that three is there, that's Jamal could win the game if he's there. Yeah. Um, I, I like... Uh, I like UDH in this game. I think that UDH is the better team. I think that if they come out, come out with intensity and kind of just get try to get this game over early, hit your big sh- hit the shots, hit your threes early, get contested layups at the rim, um, should be all right. If you're Wave Wild Warriors, try to play spoiler, try to get a big win, get your first one season. Don't finish one less. I'm taking UDH. I'm also taking UDH. I'm expecting Kyle Paris. Have a big day. Monster day. Big day. Big day to August for Kyle Parrish. <laughs> big day to August for Jamal, because no one on that team is stopping him either if he's there. <sighs> Ralph got a big game too if they're getting open shots. UDH doesn't play a lot of defense. That could be a that could be a game where if Wayward if Jamal are, if, if Jamal are hitting shots, that's a game where UDH Bro, if it's close with Jamal on the court, they could win. hundred percent. Ten o'clock slate. TTG versus the pan. Interesting game. It is an interesting game because you like to think that the like the, like we talked about in the DFA game the athleticism of TTJ, but the the Pan have played against basically all the best teams in the league and they've and they've held their own against basically everybody. Yeah. Um. I don't think anything at this point is going to surprise them, speed them up, make them play differently than they've been playing. I think they've been playing very good basketball the last couple of weeks. They just haven't been able to pull out a win. Agreed. Um, I picked them last week. They almost pulled it out. Um. TTG needs to come into this game not thinking that the Pan is 0-7. They need to come out with the same intensity that they came out with last week against Showtime. They need to continue to move the ball, continue to play defense, and reward the guys that are playing defense with those with those looks by moving the ball and getting quality shots. Mm. If you're the Pan, keep playing the same brand of basketball you've been playing. I think you guys have been getting the ball in the right people's hands, have been shooting good shots, um, been playing pretty good defense and rebounding well as well. They don't have the craziest height on their team, but Sal, Conforth, um, 
Heiser. They all do a good job of rebounding and ending defensive possessions. So um, I'm going to take TTG in this game because the pan just hasn't shown me that they're able to finish a win and get a dub. But, like, they're going to keep it close. The pan plays in close games every week. So I'm expecting a close one again, but I'm going to take TTG in a close one. Probably like a, like a 76-68 kind of game. I'm on TTG as well. I like the pan. I think they're very capable. They just haven't closed out a game. They just haven't closed out a game. We like the way that TTG is trending as well. I will be taking them in this game, but I'm rooting for the pan. In this game for the pan. Yeah, I'm, that's Jokic. <laughs> I'm rooting for the pan, though. You squid hard enough, it looks like. Oh, okay, shit. All right, let's go to the next game here. We have the Hello. other 10 o'clock game. <laughs> Shooters versus bad boys. Tough one for our squad. Yeah. Going to be a little shorthanded. No Cam, no BJ, our starting backcourt. No excuses. No excuses. Uh, no, I, I still like the way these teams match up against each other. Um, I'm very excited to watch Ricky versus Christian, Abby versus KP. Type matchups, Pat against uh, I'll be guarding Stewart now. You will be guarding Brandon Stewart a lot. Chris will be in the game. Um, it's gonna be a fun one. Th- these two teams definitely been wanting to play each other. Um, uh, their height is gonna be a little bit of an issue for us. I think we have to. Same thing with Black Air Forces last week. Yep. Say I think we're gonna have to get that but under we control. Fight. We fight. No, we're gonna fight. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a, a very, very competitive game. Yeah. Um. Listen, they're gonna come in, try to do what they do, pound the ball down low, get easy layups, move the ball, get open threes. We just need to do a good job of communicating, rotating on defense, and um, moving the ball better on offense because they're a team that likes to get on transition and kind of run off of misses. So we need to make sure that we get quality shots. Um, we're getting on the offensive glass, but we're also getting back in transition. Because they like to get out and shoot a lot of open threes. The Assembly Brothers, we can't we can't lose them when we're on defense. We have to we really got to play man to man defense where we're not helping off and we're not getting beat. Um, that's the kind of game that they like to play, kind of a five out where they can let Christian dominate underneath. Um, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. High intensity, I imagine. Um, our offense needs to step up in a much bigger way than it did last week because you have to score in the 70s or the 80s if you're gonna even compete with the bad boys. Um, obviously I'm going to take us, but I think it's a little bit uphill battle without Cam and BJ there. Yeah, um, I would say we're underdogs in this game. Yeah, Pat, Pat and Ricky are going to have to do a bulk of the scoring. Um, you're going to have to hit a couple threes, I think. I think I'm going to have to play good day. Just play, rebound, get contributions, do little things. Um, yeah, we're going to need a big team, big team win if we're going to pull this one out. Um, yeah, I'm taking us though. Underdogs. Yep. I'm very looking forward to this one. This is going to be a very good game. Very exciting. Yeah, six and over is five and one. Game um, for second place. If yeah, we win, yeah. Back and, and listen, they got Black Air Forces next week also. Ooh. So yeah, they're ending their season with nice. tough games. Um, very nice. good ones. Let's go to the next game Thursday here. Games. Thursday slate. We have nine o'clock. Two nine o'clock games. Blue Steel versus Black Air Forces. I was like, what the hell is BAF? First Black Air Force. I just to put it all <laughs> yeah, versus, versus Blue Steel versus Black Air Force. Wow. This yeah. this is a game. This is a very this is actually a very good game again. Black Air Force is Black being Air put Air Force is only gonna be putting good games. Black Air Force being put to the test yet again. Blue Steel coming off a win that we like. Oh my god, who are you taking? I don't know who I'm taking on this one. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit. Black Air Forces has shown they're able to guard everybody and anybody that they have faced thus far. True. Um, 
they smother you. They get up in your face. They're they're tough at the rim. They got guys that can block shots. They have big bodies. They got a complete team. Um, this is going to be a test for Dubs. Dubs has been turning the ball over a lot last couple games, not mm-hmm. including this past one against Wade Warriors, but the two prior to that. He had had a lot of turnovers. That's not his game. He needs to cut those down for sure, especially in this game because um, Black Air Force is fiends off the turnovers. Um, Majid is going to have to step up. Dennis is going to have to step up. They're going to have to play well, and they're going to have to not turn this game into what the game against DFA turned into, where it, it, it started into a little bit of talking shit, a little bit of iso ball, and then the team got out of their game, blue steel, and they weren't able to come back from it. I want to see them keep their heads against a team that you know is going to bring a crowd. You know the game is going to be loud, and um, exu- the crowd's going to be exuberant. you got to keep your head, and... You have to lock in on defense because they're going to be a team that's going to move the ball a lot. They're a team that understands that there is no shot clock and that you can take a minute and a half on offense if you need to get a good look. Um, in this game, I'm going to take Black Air Force to stand defeated. I think that their energy, um, their energy, their um, their crowd, their ball movement, and the, their roster construction gives them a good, really good chance to win this game. Dom and Ron are going to have their hands full with Bradshaw and... Sean Barksdale underneath. Um, and I still like the guard. I, I mean, maybe I give the slight edge in guard play. No, I can't even. I'm not, I'm not even doing that. I'm not even giving a slight edge in guard play to Blue Steel. I'm giving a slight edge in guard play to um, Black Air Force because Brazil is probably the best player on that mm. court. Um, I like, listen, I like, I like the way Blue Steel plays a lot. But Black Air Force just came out and played really well against us. I just saw what they did. We talked about how DFA in this game, they have the athletic advantage. I think Black Air Force has the athletic advantage in this game as well. I think similar game plan. Get up in their shit. They were up in our shit. Um, I think they're going to be very into this game, like you said. I'm going to have to lean them. They just beat us. Um, I respect their I respect their game a lot. I'm trying. To th- I'm just trying to think. Like what's you your, said, what's your, like my what's, key your path, to, what's your path to victory for Blue Seal? You like you said, you have to limit turnovers. You can't get free points in this game. It's going to be an, a muddy game. Every game they played in is low in the trenches, low scoring game. Tough buckets in, at the end of the game from Ryan, I think, and Majid. Um, Majid has to stay aggressive, even if he you know feels like he's getting fouled driving to the lane and he's not getting calls. I think you have to keep going. That's very important in this game. Dennis, too. I want to guys go to the lane. Stop selling for these step back threes, step back jumpers. Like, let's get to the rack. Let's get into the Yeah, you're going to have to. You can't, you, you can't back down from them physically in this game. And if you're, um, if you are. Black Air Forces, I want to see them play the same way they played against us. Pound the ball down low, get into the lane, finish finish over bigs, um, and, you know, honestly, stay on the offensive glass, stay active. I'm thinking Black Air Forces. I am also thinking Black Air Forces. I just think they're the better team, and they're going to show why they are a 7-0 team currently. Mm. All right, let's move on to the last next game. game here. We have the last game of the slate, Showtime versus the Locals. Um, locals know that their playoff hopes, if they're, they're, <laughs> they're on the line in this game, you have, do or to get, game. have to get to at least three wins. They'll need to win both of these to get the, and I'm not going to call this game unwinnable. Um, Showtime will definitely have the best player on the court with Pop City. Um, and could have second best player on the court with, uh, Tony. Um, but I think that 
the, the locals have shown that they are able to score at times with, with the best teams in the league, but they've also shown that they can play as bad defense as you could possibly play and allow open shots. And if you're letting Pop City and Zaheer and Trap shoot a bunch of open jumpers, they're going to hit them. They're going to finish at the rim. They're, they're the more athletic team in this game, I think. Um, if you're a locals, you have to tighten up your defense. You have to limit. You have to limit the wide open shots and limit the turnovers. Move the ball. I know. I think I've been broken. Record we say it every. If you if, if you you are who you are. Yeah. At this point. Like, yeah. At this point, you are who you are. They're like. You're, so you know what? If you are who you are, get out and run. <laughs> get out and run and try to run, try to win a track meet because you clearly can't stop most teams that you've tried to play against. Um, I just think that. Showtime needs to come in, not act with the locals are one and sixteen. Come in, take care of business early. Get into one of those games where the Showtime's looking to get into one of those games where there's ten minutes left in the second half and it's an all star game. Yeah, I mean, you game. have to take you have to take Showtime in this game. You can't yeah. take UDH at this point. Not UDH, um, the locals. I mean, excuse me, not UDH, yeah, the, not locals. the locals. You can't take the locals at this point because no. they just played UDH. That's why I was thinking that. Yes. Um, their key to victory is to play hard as fuck. If you're gonna if you're gonna win, you gotta play super play fucking hard. hard as fuck, but yeah. the uh, you gotta take Showtime. Pop City might have 45 in this game. Showtime. I am also taking them. They will have the best player on the court, and that usually leads to victories in basketball. <laughs> Everyone, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on all platforms. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We will see everyone at, at the, the court, court later. Peace. Peace.